Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grants, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Hi, friends. Welcome to Superstar PR Season 3. I'm your host, Nikki Papayuanu, owner of a boutique PR agency called Nikki Inc., based in Toronto, Canada. I am so excited to welcome today's guest because I think she's all around an amazing human being. Carolyn McKenzie has 20 years experience working in television from an award-winning news anchor to lifestyle host. She's worn many hats in this business and she currently co-hosts The Morning Show, a national lifestyle show on global TV. She's a mom of two, the proud wife of a Toronto firefighter, and she has a lovely ray of sunshine on our televisions each morning. Please give a warm welcome to our guest, Carolyn McKenzie. Welcome! I'm so excited to do this interview. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Carolyn. I watch her in the morning. And so, Carolyn, I want to ask you, first of all, thank you for making time for us today. And how is this pandemic treating you? Oh, boy. Well, it is a pleasure to be with you, Nikki. And how is it treating me? I guess like it's treating everyone else. And that is just like, uh, yeah, I guess you just want to leave your house. <laughs> you really soon, you know, I, I'm done with it as everyone is. Obviously it's hitting everybody in a different way, but now that summer is here, it's just, we just want this to be over. We've all, yeah, we've all had enough. We've all had enough. Yes, it's a funny word. Um, my, my son thinks enough is a very important word because I only say it when I'm tired, tired of something. But how about some, like, we're getting so much sunshine lately that it just, it begs everybody to just focus on us ending this pandemic. What if, whatever we can, if we have to triple wash our hands, let's do this. So now let me ask you, um, you've had to convert all of your interviews to being remote. And how is that working for you? Because you wear so many hats. It's been tricky. My co-hosts, Jeff MacArthur and I, we rotate time in the studio. My husband is a firefighter. So because the kids aren't in school, because I don't have childcare at the moment, because people can't come into my house, I there are times I have to be at home and I do the show from home. And then my co-host goes into the studio. When my husband is at home, I can go to the studio and then Jeff will co-host from his house. So that has been a challenge. We're, we've been doing it now for several weeks, a couple of months to be precise. All the interviews are done via Skype or Zoom. Again, it is challenging because I believe the beauty of our show is to connect with people. I believe our interviews are what makes our show. I believe when you come to the studio, when you come to the morning show, it's like visiting old friends and you can only feel so connected via a zoom chat as we are doing now as, 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 as possible, you know, as much as it allows and it doesn't, and it doesn't allow for that intimacy that you do get in studio in person. So I really, really miss that part, which was a, which is, and was a huge component of our show. Yes, you know, um, it's totally something I think we're all missing. I think I saw somebody post earlier about how miss they, they miss just hugging someone. 
And I, and I can totally understand that because my son is hugging me more than anyone. <laughs> now, let me ask you, cause you're balancing so much, but what has, you know, working from home as a journalist with TV in general, do you have some lessons about people you've learned that you could pass on to our audience? You know, being a journalist might have taught you something about people that a new journalist might not know. I guess, you know, in our line of work and my job has changed over the years. Uh, I used to be, I used to be a reporter. I used to be a news anchor. Now I'm a lifestyle host. It has evolved, but I guess really what hasn't is that I've always throughout the 20 years that I've been in television and, and been a broadcaster, I've always been interviewing people, meeting people, talking to people. And we're all very similar in many ways. You know, it's, it can be an intimidating job when, especially for when people, when you, when I talk to younger people and they're t contemplating about entering this field or in some, you know, communications or public relations or journalism, it, the, the idea of interviewing people and getting out there and, and doing all that can be a little intimidating. But, you know, when you do it long enough, you do realize that we're all, we all have a similar story and, and we all have a story to tell. And for the most part, people want to tell their story. So it's because we all want to connect on a, on a, on some kind of level. So it's, and you know, it's interesting with the show, with my show now, the morning show, I'm interviewing more celebrities than I ever have. And again, when you, no matter who they are, again, they are all just people at the end of the day and just wanting to make a connection. And and so I always, even some of the most intimidating people we're about to in interview and they're about to come in the studio, I kind of remind myself to keep myself in check and just say, you know what, they're just like you and me. And uh, let's, let's just have a conversation and, 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 it's, and someone's going to relate to something that we're going to say in the next few minutes. And, and usually we do, we find some common ground. But I, I, so I guess we sometimes are our, our own worst enemy. We just, we, we look at a challenge and we think it's going to be so much, so much harder than it actually is. And I guess I've, I've kind of learned that in the 20 years of interviewing people is that we really all are all very, very similar. Oh, wow. That's a really good point you make. Um, and I guess now just kind of a question out of the blue I have is, what's been your most intimidating interview? Because if you've had a lot more celebrities as of late, there might be one that kind of stressed you out more than others. Mm, oh my goodness. There have been so many people. Nikki, let's get back to that one. I got I to gotta think about that one. Okay. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny though with my co-host, when, when I know he's feeling a little intimidated, I become less intimidated because it's funny we we've worked together for so long now that, and I know it's vice versa. We, we can sense when the other one is feeling a little intimidated, feeling a little vulnerable. Then the, then the other one steps up to the plate, but uh, let me, let me get back to that one. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rack my brain on that one. Okay. You guys have wicked on air chemistry. And a question I have for you now is just because of COVID and I know that you're kind of featuring a lot more entrepreneurs on TV. You're telling some really positive stories about what people are doing to step forward and be superhuman during COVID. What advice do you have for some small business people who might not have publicists to coach them before they get on TV or get interviewed by you? But is there some advice you could give 
you know, someone who's about to be interviewed by you, who's maybe never done an interview before? I guess it would be tell your story. You know, I would give, okay, this is the advice I would give them. You, only you know your story. Only you know how to sell your story the best. So don't get caught up in the technicalities of everything. Don't try not, and here we're running back to being overwhelmed and intimidated. Try not to be, that's easier said than done. But know that the best way to get your message across and to connect is to humanize your journey, your story, make it relatable. One great news director of mine once told me, it's not what you, not what you, it's not what you say, it's what you, it's not what you put in, it's what you leave out. Simplify, simplify your message. So, so many people were able to be so verbose and people have such a short attention span these days that you need to keep your message concise. So figure it out, figure out what point you want to make, personalize it, humanize it, and that'll get your message across. And that's just speak from the heart. There's so many times that I'm in the middle of an interview and I'm asking someone a question and I can, and I can hear their wheels turning and they're talking about statistics and they're talking about numbers and they're talking about this. And they're talking about this. And I'm going, you know what? Let's just get to the heart of the matter. Let's, that is the only way we're going to get people to sit up and listen from their living rooms is if we, if we just connect and make them care. I love it. High five, Carolyn. I love it. Humanize it. Keep it real. Oh, that was beautiful. Okay. So let me ask you, um, on the topic of humanizing it, now you've got new media. So you've got Instagram, Twitter, you've got how busy you are already. How do you manage all of it? I don't. (laughs) I, I am having a very difficult time with social media. I mean, it's, it's good and it's bad. It just, but it just takes so much time to do all of the extras. And I know how important it is to do. I know we have to do it. I know it's good for business, but speaking of humanizing, we're human and we only have so much time in the day and we're full-time workers and we have these very busy jobs. And then we're also parents trying to help our kids and currently right now they're not in school so we're also school teachers and so that the new media component the social media aspect of it all is so time consuming just that much more on our plate so to be truthful it it can be a struggle but i but again i i know how important it is so i i try to I try to squeeze it in and I try and tell the kids. And it's funny because they'll say, you're on your phone. I go, I'm working. I'm still working. <laughs> I'm not doing a TikTok. I am actually trying to post a segment from our show onto several platforms. So, oh my goodness. It's, um, yes, it's, it's good and it's bad. It's a double-edged sword. 
No, it's funny you say that. Now we're holding phones. So I, I feel like I, I want to ask our kids in 10 years what they think we're all doing when we're holding a phone and they see a mummy stressed and somebody like you who's trying to do something we never had to do before. Think of how to move a file, add a, add a voice tempo, hands clap, and just do all these things. <laughs> I know. I know. My daughter, I, when she was in senior kindergarten, I remember she drew a picture in her class and I saw it and it was me pushing her on a swing with a phone in my hand. And, and what I wanted to tell her at the time, and I've since told her now she's much older, is that my, mommy's phone just so happens to be my entire professional world. It's, oh my goodness. And now even more so, we actually, I can, I can actually broadcast live my show through my phone. But it really, it's, it's my email. It's it, my, I edit on it. I put segments of the show on different platforms on this phone. This phone does everything. So they just see me on the phone thinking I'm, I'm playing Fortnite, which I'm not. <laughs> so you can't compare kids being on the phone to moms being on the phone, but I, I, I get what they see, but at the same time, it's just, everything is on this phone and that's why it can be it can be frustrating too, because you just want to put it down and put it away. Yes. And sit on the deck at a cottage. Yes, totally. I'm, I'm there mentally with you. Okay. So let me ask you, <laughs> you have a life lesson. Um, wisdom from my mom is what I call it. Something that you say you you've got it now and you'd like to like spew this out into the world. My life lesson is don't be afraid of hard work. And so after that whole spiel I just said, and oh, boo-hoo, we're so busy. I've only known to work hard and to get where I got today, I had to go far and do a lot of hard work. I, my start in broadcast, I, I went to the East Coast. I took a videographer position with ATV News and I was a videographer and covered news on Cape Breton Island for a year and that, and I, and I shot my own news stories. I edited them and I sent that, those stories every day to, I fed them to Halifax to be part of that newscast each night. That was hard work. I've never worked as hard as I did that year, my first year in, in TV news. I've worked as hard, but the work has become, let's see, it's, it's a different kind of work. I still work as many hours, but it was just, it was just so grueling and, but it taught me so much. And I, what I tell young people now is don't say no to hard work. Don't be afraid of hard work, hard Putting the time in, going the distance will only pay off in the long run. It will teach you such great, you will learn so much about yourself. You will, you will grow as an individual. You will learn the craft in so many different ways that you never thought possible. I just, I want, I don't like laziness. I don't like complacency. I just want to, if my, I just want my kids to be hard workers because that will, they'll have respect for themselves, they'll have respect for others, and they will, they will get respect from others when they've put in the time and when they continue to put in the time. 
I mean, 20 years later, I'm still working hard. I'm still working many, 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 many hours, but I love, maybe that's the difference, Nikki, is that I love what I do more so now. I, I'm working as hard, but the work isn't as difficult or strenuous or physically taxing as it once was because I was a camera person traipsing around Cape Breton Island. Now I thoroughly enjoy it, every aspect of it, the producing, the broadcasting, the interviewing, the editorial side. I really love every part of it. So it's not as, as grueling <laughs> as it once was. But I would say I'm still working as hard. But when you love what you do, it doesn't feel as strenuous. But something I like, um, you know, and we read that in your bio earlier, something I really like about you is that I've seen all the pivots your career's made and I could tell you always said yes. And there's no accident to a person's success when they're willing to say yes and do the hustle. Just work a little harder for something. So, I mean, I hope our listeners do really kind of pause there and listen to that because it was hard. I know Cape Breton in the winter is not an easy place. Sure isn't. It isn't, especially when you're, I mean, my stories all that year, 80% of my stories, the federal government was getting out of the, uh, the, the steel plant in town in Sydney and also getting out of, out of coal. And I was at the coal pits every other day reporting with, with alongside the striking miners and the striking steel workers. So yeah, middle of winter, right at the Atlantic there, at the mouth of a coal pit. I remember miners' families warming my finger. I, I, I would lose, I, frostbite would set in on my fingers operating that camera. And then the uh, miners' families would say, come here, let's, we'll warm up your hands. <laughs> because yeah, it was cold. Oh my God. You know, I was stuck once, um, snowstorm. And I remember calling my family and being like, if you haven't been to the East Coast, you don't get it. Nope. But I'll see you in a week. The snow just kept falling. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was stuck there on a business trip. But like, yeah, lots of respect for that. Um, now, Carolyn, let me ask you, did, was there somebody that you idolized before you became a journalist? Somebody who you saw and said, I want to be that. I want to do that. You know, it's funny. In the early days, I mean, that too has evolved because I too, my role in this industry has changed so much. but. I mean, in the early days, I always enjoyed people like Heather Hiscox on CBC. I, I admired their work and their ability to communicate and do the job at hand. Okay, so what is your way of relaxing? Because now I know how busy you are. I'll give you five options. You tell me when you want to relax, what it includes. Are you a Netflix and chill a good book and wine, a workout with good music. Do you talk it out with the ones you love or do you just prefer silence? Netflix and chill, unfortunately, doesn't happen all these days. A good book and wine is definitely top of list. What was the third? Uh, workout with good music, talking to the love. Oh, Okay, workout and good music, unfortunately, never happens. Fourth? <laughs> and the fourth is talk it out on the phone with the ones you love. Oh, talking it out with the ones I love is a must. And the fifth? Silence. You just crave silence. Oh, I crave it, but I never get it. Silence is, is somewhere in the distance. I will, I, will, I will catch up to it one day, I suppose. But that's not one I know for the time being. 
And, you know, I think that I'm getting some of the best content from journalists. Like you guys are finding the best things on Netflix. So are you right now consuming anything in terms of a book, TV show, or podcast that you want our listeners to follow? Well, let's see. I have been able to, I did finish a book the other day and it was, uh, I interviewed this author several months ago, Heather Morris, and I just finished her book, Silka's Journey. She wrote The Tattooist of Auschwitz, and she was such an interesting woman. And I, so I just finished her book, Silka's Journey, and I, and it, a really interesting, interesting read. And based on a true story of a woman who was in Auschwitz and then after being freed from Auschwitz, then went, became a prisoner of the Russian gulag system. And anyway, so it's, it, it's, it's fascinating. I just finished that. But now I think I might choose a lighter read <laughs> for my next pick. Um, speaking of Netflix, I'm, I just started Modern Family and I'm finding that very refreshing, particularly during this crazy time that we are living. So I've, uh, I've been able, been able to check out and have a few laughs watching that series. Okay. I'll check it out. I need some laughs right now. So modern family is now on my list. And now, um, I know you wear so many hats, Carolyn. So maybe you could walk our listeners through a day in your life. Ah, let's see. Okay. These days, um, if I'm in studio, uh, I get up at about 5.45. I leave the house pretty quickly because everything I do is at the studio. I get ready there. Makeup and hair happens there. I usually have a makeup artist. These days, I don't because everyone has to distance themselves. So I'm doing my own hair and makeup these days. We have an editorial meeting at 7.15. We decide our opening chat at that time. And, and then we, we go over our opening chat. We look over the rest of the show. Show begins at nine. We broadcast the show live across the country. We, an hour later, we will dissect the show, go over what worked, what didn't, talk about the next day's show, start planning future shows, not just the following day, but all the other days. I, I produce a segment on Mondays for it's called for our parenting playbook. That's the segment I produce. So all of us are always pitching new ideas for all of our own segments for other segments and the preparation of, of the following shows take the remainder of the day. And these days we are, even when we do wrap up at the studio, we're coming home to do more interviews via zoom throughout the day because because so many people no one's traveling no one can come to the studio and everyone's in different time zones we're having to with a lot of actors and authors and 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 folks all over north america and around the world uh, you know we just interviewed a musician in australia the other day we're having to do interviews at, at all times of the day so when I come home, I'm then becoming a school teacher to a couple of kids as well, help, helping them with the schoolwork and kind of juggling the rest throughout the remainder of the day. And then my head hits the pillow and uh, I have no problem falling asleep <laughs> to start it all again the next day. <laughs> what a good day. And I mean, I'm a big fan of the parenting playbook and I really needed that when I had my kids and I still need it. And sometimes it's like you guys are in my mind and I'm like, yes, <laughs> mm -hmm. we all need it. We all need 
I mean, because that's the whole thing, right? There really isn't a playbook. We're just trying, we're all trying to do our best as parents and, and we just learn from each other and we're, you know, things, some things work, some things don't. And you go, and that's as a parent, you go, okay, that was a good day. That worked. And then there's the next day that didn't, we will try something different the next day. Yes. Yes. Carolyn, um, I think you have such a cool career and I want our listeners to follow you. So can you share your social handle so everybody can listen and follow? For sure. On Instagram and Twitter, it is at Carolyn Global. And those are, I guess those are the two main handles for Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. Thank you so much for being a guest on Superstar PR. I think you are lovely and you answered everything so perfectly. And I want to give you a high five because right now it's, you must have a cape. It's just hiding. <laughs> You're doing it all, Carolyn. It's, it's there back. It's, it's there somewhere. We all have it. We all have it there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's totally true. And I'm so happy my kids didn't barge in on this interview because my son would say, she's Elsa, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Keep shining, Carolyn. And I hope we actually get to meet in person one day when COVID ends. I couldn't agree more. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.mickeyinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.